1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries. And we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, the Melchizedek Priesthood. This is part 12 of the series. We can see how the body of Messiah are to be kings in the kingdom, which means you are to reign in life. How do we reign? You reign as a king. You reign in life by one Yeshua Hamashik. How do you reign in life? By obeying the Torah of the kingdom of God. Yeshua said in Matthew in chapter 28 and verse 18, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore. So we're to go in his power in his authority. And if we We have been given power and authority to go in his name. We've been given the place of a king in the kingdom to rule and reign in his kingdom. Now let's summarize this part of the teaching. By repenting of our sins and accepting Yeshua as our redeemer, he establishes in his kingdom a body of Melchizedek priests who have the position of king, priest and firstborn. And as a body of Melchizedek priests in Messiah, we are able to rule and reign in his kingdom and on the earth, but we have to be found faithful. That's because a servant of Yeshua is commanded to be faithful. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards. You see, we're a steward in the kingdom of God. It's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. A servant of Yeshua is commanded to be faithful and wise. Matthew chapter 24 verse 45. Who is a faithful and wise Servant, so it's commanded and required in stewards to be found faithful. So Yeshua says, Who is a faithful and wise servant? So, what's the definition of a wise servant in the kingdom of God? Well, keeping the Torah is wisdom. First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 7 and verse 12. Only the Lord give you wisdom. So, what's wisdom that you may keep the Torah of the Lord your God? The Torah makes wise the simple psalm chapter 19 verse 7 the torah of the lord is perfect converting soul the testimony of the lord is sure making wise the simple so who's a wise servant a wise servant follows the torah proverbs chapter 28 verse 7 whoever keeps the torah is a wise son so yeshua explained that a faithful and wise servant will be a ruler in his kingdom be a part of his government will have the place and the position in rulership of a Melchizedek priest. Matthew chapter 24 verse 45 to 47 Who then is a faithful and wise servant? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord when he comes shall find him doing. That is faithful. Verily I say unto him that he will make him ruler over all his goods. He's going to receive an inheritance for his faithfulness. Matthew chapter 19 verses 27 and 28 Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have have forsaken all and followed you, what shall we have? Okay, we've forsaken the world, the ways of the world, the desires of the world, and we've given and dedicated our lives to follow you and your kingdom, to learn the ways of your kingdom, to bear fruit for your kingdom. Then what will we have? And Yeshua said, barely I say in you that you which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man will sit in the throne of his glory, you shall sit upon upon 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. In other words, you will rule and reign in the government of the kingdom of God. Yeshua explains that not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter into his kingdom. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But many will say to me in that day, Matthew chapter 7, verse 22, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name have cast out devils, and your name done many wonderful works. So these These are works that are done through the help and the inspiration and the anointing of the Holy Spirit and these are things that are commanded to be done and to relieve oppression and bondage those who are outside of the kingdom of God and to proclaim the kingdom of God upon those who are oppressed so these are works of the Messiah but if we continue and look at what Yeshua is going to reveal here in these verses in Matthew chapter 7 verse 21 Yeshua said not everyone that says to me Lord Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that does the will of my father which is in heaven and so we got to do the will of the father what is the will of the father well the first level of the will of the father is to believe that Yeshua is the Messiah in John chapter 6 verse 40 and verse 47 it is written and this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which sees the Son and believes on Him may have everlasting life. Verily, verily I say unto you, He that believes on me has everlasting life. So we get to be a part of the kingdom of the God of Israel when we believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. But once we believe that Yeshua is the Messiah, we are servants in His kingdom, and it is required of servants to be faithful, and Yeshua asked the question, who is a faithful and wise servant that they will be rewarded to be able to rule and reign in his kingdom as a part of his government. It's the will of the God of Israel that we follow Yeshua's Torah. And when the disciples asked Yeshua how should we pray, he answered this way in Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 and 10. After this manner pray, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so the Heavenly Father wants his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. He wants his kingdom to be administered on earth even as his kingdom is followed and administered in heaven and so what is his will? Psalm chapter 40 verse 8 I delight to do your will oh my God yes your Torah is within my heart and so not everyone says Lord Lord but he that does the will of my father what is the will of the father to believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and for his Torah of his kingdom to be written upon your heart well the Torah written upon our heart is the new covenant. So the will of the Heavenly Father for His kingdom is that we are of the new covenant. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 33 This shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my Torah in their inward parts and write it in their hearts. So in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 8 it says in finding fault with them. In context, what's being explained here is God of Israel found fault with the Levitical priesthood as outlined in Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 through 9 so because he found fault with them he said behold the days come says the lord that i will make a new covenant with the house of israel and the house of judah and in bringing in the new covenant that the governing priesthood of the new covenant is the Melchizedek priesthood, of which when the temple is built as a part of the Messianic era, the Levites will have a role but the Melchizedek priesthood will be superior to the Levitical priesthood. So finding fault with the Levitical priesthood, Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 he goes on to say, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel, says the Lord, after those days I'll put my Torah in their mind and write it in their hearts. So he's going to bring in a renewed covenant through the redemptive work of the Messiah, and those who believe in Yeshua as Messiah is going to be eligible to rule and reign with him in the Melchizedek priesthood, which was the priesthood that was present when the heavens and the earth were created, and the priesthood by which Adam was to be an overseer of. And we are to follow the Torah and have the Torah written on our heart to the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We're not to follow the Torah in our own ability, in our own wisdom, in our own understanding, but we're to follow that Torah to the leading of His Spirit, to the help and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That's why it says in Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 26 and 27, a new heart will I give you, a new spirit will I put within you, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and to keep my judgments and do them. That's why paul testified in romans chapter 7 verse 22 that the way in which he followed the messiah in the new covenant was he followed yeshua's torah through the help of the holy spirit i delight in the torah of god after the inward man so back to matthew chapter 7 verses 21 through 23 that not everyone says to me lord lord will enter into my kingdom but he that does the will of my father which is in heaven so many will say to me in that day haven't we done many wonderful things in your name and then he will profess unto them i never knew you you that depart from me you that work iniquity and so what he is rebuking is they were unfaithful in their office in their position as melchizedek priests as stewards in the kingdom they committed the the same sins as the nation of israel they set up an alternative worship system of the God of Israel. Instead of teaching the world that Yeshua is Messiah and you follow his Torah, they've set up an alternative system that says Yeshua is Messiah, but we don't need to follow the Torah, just like Jeroboam. And the people of the God of Israel, just like Reuben, they commit sexual sins, and they have idols of materialism in the cares of this world. And so Yeshua is rebuking a people that believes that he is the Messiah, but they are unfaithful stewards. And so the word know, you take it back to the Hebrew as the which means to know intimately, that he says, I don't know you intimately because if you knew me intimately and you followed me intimately and your heart was pursuing my kingdom, that you would be be a faithful Melchizedek priest with the help of my Holy Spirit. And you would follow the Torah and you would teach following the Torah to others. You would love others. You would serve others. And you would give your life for the benefit of others who need you to do so. So the rebuke was, depart from me, you that work iniquity. And the word iniquity is the Strong's number 458 in the Strong's Greek dictionary. It's the Greek word anomia, which means one who does not follow the law. No means to know intimately. We can see an example of this in Genesis chapter 4, verse 1, where it says, Adam yada Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived. And so know means to know intimately, to know experientially. Depart from me, I never knew you, you that work iniquity, you that transgress the Torah. So in First John chapter 3, verse 4, we can see that the Greek word anomia the Strong's number 458 in the Strong's Greek dictionary is translated as transgression of the Torah whoever commits sin transgresses the Torah for sin is the transgression of the Torah so Yeshua was rebuking people who believe in him who were unfaithful Melchizedek priests that while they were doing works of him through the gifts of the Holy Spirit they themselves in doing so were not following his Torah, and they were not teaching others to follow his Torah, but instead, like the northern kingdom, they set up a golden calf system of worship where they mixed worship of the God of Israel, belief in the God of Israel, they mixed belief that Yeshua is the Messiah with the ways of the world, and worship of the God of Israel, which is contrary to the Torah. In other words, they advocate that you follow the sabbath on sunday instead of saturday they advocate that you keep christmas and easter rather than celebrating the biblical festivals of the torah passover and the feast of tabernacles and they say that you can eat pig rather than following the torah and where the torah says that you are not to eat those things which are defined as being unclean in the torah and the next thing we Need to realize and understand is that there's different spiritual levels in the kingdom of God, and there are different levels of glory. In first Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35, it is written, But some men will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they have? So Paul's gonna answer the question What type of resurrected bodies do we have if we believe that Yeshua is the Messiah? so here's how he answers the question there are celestial bodies there are bodies terrestrial but the glory of the celestial is one the glory of the terrestrial is another there's one glory of the sun another glory of the moon another glory of the stars for one star differs from another star in glory so is the resurrection of the dead and so how does he answer the question that they are different levels of glory. And how does one star differ from another star in glory? They differ in the degree that they give out light. And so when you believe that Yeshua is Messiah, you will have a resurrected body and that resurrected body will show forth light. But someone who believes that Yeshua is the Messiah and is a faithful and wise servant of the kingdom of Yeshua, who follows his Torah and teaches others to follow that Torah, as Yeshua said in Matthew chapter 5 in verse 19, there are those who are least in the kingdom of God and there are those who are great in the kingdom of God. And what makes one least and what makes someone else great? In Matthew chapter 5 verse 19, Yeshua said, whoever therefore shall break one of the the least commandments and teach men to break the commandment shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever will do and teach them, the same will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. And so those who are great in the kingdom of heaven are a part of the government of the kingdom of God. And the name of that government is the Melchizedek priesthood. And in order to rule and reign with Messiah, you have to be faithful in the office of king, priest, and firstborn. And so our lives is a test of that faithfulness when we accept yeshua as the messiah the first test when we live this life is will we believe that yeshua is the messiah or not and once we believe that yeshua is messiah then we have a test to the degree that we're going to be faithful to his kingdom and live our lives and dedicate our lives for the service of his kingdom or whether we're going to be pulled to the things of this world so the body of messiah are to be laborers in the kingdom of god in first corinthians chapter three verse nine it is written but we are laborers together with god you are god's husbandry you are god's building and so we are called to be faithful servants to be laborers in the kingdom of god and a servant of yeshua must remain faithful to him first corinthians chapter three verse 11 for other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid which is yeshua the messiah and so our faithfulness to Yeshua and his kingdom will be tried and tested. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12, it is written, Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, stubble, that means to live their life, every man's work will be made manifest because it will be revealed by fire, trials, tribulations, persecutions. And the fire will try every man's work of what sort it is. And if any man's work abide, which he has built thereupon, he will will receive a reward. He will receive an inheritance. But if any man's work shall be burned, he will suffer loss. Loss of reward. Loss of inheritance. But he himself will be saved, yet so is by fire. So you can believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and be an unfaithful steward, and you'll be least in his kingdom. You can believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and be a faithful steward, and you will be great in his kingdom. And finally, in Revelation chapter 21, verse Verse 7, it is written, He that overcomes. You see, when we live this life, we have trials, tribulations, persecutions. The world and the ways of the world and the values of the world pull us in one way. Our flesh and our carnal mind pull us toward the world. But our spirit man that's been renewed in Messiah, he desires to follow after Yeshua and to live his life unto Yeshua and for the kingdom of God. And so there is a battle In this life between these forces and he that overcomes, he that crucifies the flesh and who doesn't think and live his life according to the carnal mind, which Paul said in Romans in chapter 8, Romans in chapter 8 and verse 7, that the carnal mind is an enemy of God and it's not subject to the Torah of God, that if you overcome the flesh in the thinking of your carnal mind, if you're an overcomer, you will inherit all things. And in inheriting all things, you'll be a part of the government of God that rules and reigns in his kingdom. You'll be a part of his ruling and reigning Melchizedek priesthood. And you will be called a son of God. You will be called one that's faithful in his kingdom. And I will be his God, and he shall be my son. And so let's summarize now this teaching and this last part of the teaching as a part of being Melchizedek priests in the new covenant that we are commanded to be faithful in our service unto Yeshua and his kingdom. In being faithful to him we are to follow his Torah with the help and the inspiration of his Holy Spirit which he has given to us. If we are unfaithful in our service to Yeshua as Melchizedek priests which He's made us, when we accept him as our Savior as we repent of our sins, if we're unfaithful, if we're pulled and we live our lives according to the desires of the flesh our carnal mind and the temporary things of this world, we will lose eternal reward. We will not rule and reign with him and his government and his kingdom. If we are faithful in our service to Yeshua, we will rule and reign with him and his kingdom, be a part of his government, and we will be ruling and reigning Melchizedek priests in his kingdom. And if we are faithful in our service to Yeshua, we will inherit all things that he has given to us, and our reward will be an eternal reward. So this is going to conclude our teaching on the Melchizedek priesthood, and the God of Israel has a kingdom, he's the king of that kingdom, and the Melchizedek priesthood is a part of the government of his kingdom. And in his kingdom, he has an area which he rules, and that's the universe. And earth is his footstool. He has a people that's a part of his kingdom. And the name of that people is the house of Jacob or the nation of Israel. And then the constitution of his kingdom, his kingdom is governed by his Torah. And so those who are faithful to follow his Torah and to teach his Torah to others and have fulfilled the requirements of the Torah their reward is to rule and reign with Yeshua and his kingdom forever and ever and uh, that's my desire that's my goal and I pray that's your desire and that's your goal as well because in that faithfulness we will live forever with Yeshua and uh, be his bride and our domain will to be spend eternity with Yeshua and the new jerusalem and so that's the destiny of the bride of yeshua and i pray that that is your destiny and your inheritance through your faithfulness in the way you live your life unto yeshua and i pray that this message has been a blessing to you shalom in yeshua the messiah amen well that's going to conclude part 12 of the series on the subject the melchizedek priesthood. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.